Welcome back to the multi-channel reseller podcast. This is Joshua Esters back again with another episode. This episode is a little bit different. I'm talking about my crypto portfolio. Now, this is not a crypto podcast for those of you who may have clicked on this uh, podcast for this episode. I do not have a crypto podcast. Um, I talk about e-commerce, product-based businesses, and um, and and how I how I do that. Uh, my channel or my podcast, rather, is anecdotal. So I talk about my experiences in my entrepreneurial career, and um, this is part of my entrepreneurial journey. And I, I will, you know, I will link it all up to make it make sense uh, in this episode. Um, so you know, just wanted to lay that out here that this is not a crypto podcast, um, and I don't, I don't give financial advice. This is not financial advice. So let me uh, see why a on that. So let's get into this. So I have a episode. Uh, I have an episode, a podcast episode back um, last year, episode 50. So if you go back to episode 50, how I uh, titled how I lost 10K and learned these lessons. I talk about my introduction to crypto and how I stupidly fumbled the crypto ball, right? And, and you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ragging on myself, but at the end of the day, I, I had no, I have no, I had no exposure prior to this to the markets, stock market, crypto. That's not me. I, I've always been a real estate guy. You know, I started out my, well, one of the, my, one of my entrepreneurial ventures was into real estate and I'm part of the, or I used to be a part of the rich dad school of thought and the rich dad school of thought. They really don't touch stocks, right? It's all real estate kind of, kind of stuff. Um, you know, kind of thinking, you know, stocks were kind of, um, looked down as the lesser asset of the two because they don't pay dividend. Um, that's not true. They do pay dividends, but they, they, generally don't have cash flow uh, stocks gener generally don't have cash flow except for the ones that have dividends obviously but real estate was you know the main focus under the rich dad school of thought right so um i'm coming in wet behind the ears in terms of all of this and i came in at a at a time where the hype the hype was the highest Right. So I came in during during the hype and, you know, and, you know, got my got myself, got myself handed to myself. So in episode uh, 50, I talk about that in depth. OK, so now I'm back in the crypto market. I'm back in it. OK, I'm back in it within the last uh, maybe what, two months, the last two and a half months. Um, I put a total of 11,300 into the market. So that's between, 
uh, NFTs and crypto assets. So I'm going to just briefly go over why I did that and what I bought. Okay. And, and what I'm learning, you know, what I'm learning. Cause I am really, I'm really passionate. I'm really passionate about NFTs. Also passionate about crypto assets, but I'm really passionate about NFTs. And the reason why I can, I can, I can prove that I'm passionate, <laughs> you know, because I got my ass handed to me last year. My NFT portfolio last year, if I would have held on to it, would have been worth a couple hundred grand. But I sold it at the bottom where there was the most fear because I didn't know. I didn't understand, didn't know. And, um, you know, had a lot of FOMO. Not only that, I wasn't financially able to uh, buy this stuff. I was just kind of, you know, really jumping out on the ledge with this one last year. Okay. This year, things are a little bit different. Your boy got his money in a, in a, going in a certain direction. So I, um, I, um, okay. Well, in my entrepreneurial journey now, now that I have some money coming in, you know, I got some money coming in and, and it's, it's more than what I need. So I need to basically park it in certain places. So I settled on the idea. I said, Hey, I need to save money. I never been a saver. Savers are losers, which is a quote under the, under the rich dad school of thought. That's what I was under. Savers are losers. So I didn't save money. Okay. Never saved money. I've, I've done crazy things. I bought businesses. I started businesses. Every business I ever start was with other people's money. Never saved money to do anything. Okay. That's just not what I've done. And I was, you know, it, it, it took, you know, years, you know, decades, uh, not decades, but a little, a little over a decade to know that I was right about that. You know, savers are losers. Okay. Now, especially now with the way inflation is savers are losers, losers. Now I, I can explain that before I was just kind of following under the rich dad philosophy, the Robert Kiyosaki, right? Savers are for losers. That's what they are. You know, and, 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 and I'm, I'm following that. But now I understand why he's saying what he's saying with the with the level of inflation um, that's going on. Your your money is eroding at the bank. Point oh, oh, one percent APYs or one percent APYs when inflation is over three percent. You're losing two percent a year on your savings. So savers are losers. Right. But inflation is way higher. Inflation is way higher now. But I'm talking about on average, you know. But um, so I said to myself, I'm going to save money in crypto. Okay, I understand it better than I did last year. I believe in it more. I'm 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 convicted. Right? I have conviction on what on what crypto assets are doing. I just I know more, you know, and I understand more. And I'm, I'm past you no know, FOMO going through all of that. And I really, I'm really studying investing. I'm, I'm studying that. 
So one of my guys that I follow is Howard Marks. Howard Marks is the guy that Warren Buffett follows. So I listen to, I listen to Howard Marks a lot. I listen to Warren Buffett. I listen to, uh, what is it? Uh, the, uh, the investors network podcast, the investors network podcast. I think I'm saying that right. I follow those guys there. I listen a lot. They talk about investing and other things like that, but I listen a lot about investing. And, you know, I read a, read a very interesting, uh, book. Um, you can, ah, oh, jeez, I forgot the name of it. Uh, oh man. I've been, I've been, oh man, I forgot the name of this guy. It's, he has a book on YouTube. Um, you know, a guy from, you know, I don't know, the twenties or thirties. It's about his life, but he was a trader, you know, uh, um, um, what do you call it? A stock market trader, a day trader, a day trader, right? Day trader, you know? So I was very fascinated. I was very fascinated by that last year when I was entering to the market, I was fascinated by trading, you know, what that is, what swing trading is, day trading, you know, investing. I, I have, I have no experience in that area. I know business, you know, my, my expertise is in e-commerce product based businesses, right? That is my specialty and my expertise. I know nothing about stocks. Well, I know more, but back then I didn't know anything about crypto. Didn't know anything about none of that. Didn't know anything about market makers and, 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 and PBSRA and all this kind of stuff, right? the charts and all this stuff and trading. I, I just had no idea the psychology behind trading and all this stuff, right? No idea. But, but now I'm into the game. I know a little bit and based on my assessments that I made this year, I've been right so far. I've never been right before, you know, in, in, in terms of like, you know, when I was, you know, buying crypto assets last year and NFTs last year, when I bought something, it went down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So your boys out here making crazy mistakes, just buying shit and then price going down, you know, right after, right after I buy it, which is not, um, which is not a problem, you know, but I mean, like I was doing it for the purpose of making money, uh, flipping, right? So it going down was not a good thing, you know, um, after, after I made, you know, after I made a purchase, whether it's an NFT or whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, so on and so forth. But this time I've been putting money in the market and every time I put money in the market, market's going up because I'm putting money at certain time periods that I believe, you know, based on how I understand the charts, you know, how price is moving on the charts. I do a lot of, uh, I, I do a lot of, uh, looking at, um, uh, trading view and, and I have certain indicators on there, um, that, that I got from the guy that I follow on YouTube in terms of, you know, trading crypto, uh, traders reality, you know, shout out to him, Tino, uh, I've been following his channel since last year learn, and that's where I learned all my game. I learned most of my game there, you know, most of my game I learned there. So, um, so I've been, you know, when, when I was invested you know, last year I was really invested. Like I was really trying to figure out this game and I was, and, and the thing is like, I was very, I was very interested and passionate about it. But the problem is, which I talk about in that episode was I was, there was some shiny, there was a lot of shiny object syndrome going on with me at that time where I started pulling away from my business. See, I thought I was going to do trading 
and e-commerce. That's how, that's how much I wanted to do trading. I wanted to do trading and e-commerce, right? So I was going to do both, you know, I thought, but that was a ridiculous idea. But, um, but I, I, I really like it, but I can't do it. I really, really, really like it, but I can't do it. The most I can do is swing trades and, um, that's the most I can do. You know, I can keep my ear to the streets in terms of crypto assets and NFTs, but I can't be on a granular uh, level. You know, I can't, you know, be on Twitter all the time, checking out what your you know, artists are saying and what's going on on, on the discord and di different discords with the NFT artists and all this kind of stuff. Right. I can't really do all that. I can just do it at a helicopter level. Okay. Same thing with, um, um, uh, crypto assets. I can when I when I when I when I was ready to buy, when I was ready to start putting money in the market, I'm like okay, let me check out what 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 uh what's going on in the charts, you know. Let me let me look at the charts, see what's going on. Is it a good time to buy? And I I told myself uh before I even put put any money in the market, it's like okay, the only time I'm going to invest is when the market's down, right? So when the market's down, everybody's you know. People are pessimistic pretty much on Twitter and on YouTube. So it did take a little while. Like I had to go through different conversations on Twitter. What, what, are, what What's the sentiment right now with crypto? What's the sentiment right now with Bitcoin? What's the sentiment? Are people pessimistic? You know, people are pretty, people are pretty sad. That's when you, in, that's when I wanted to enter. So I enter when people are sad. When people are sad, prices are going down, right? Now I'm looking at, looking at the charts like, okay, well, how far is this going to go down and make guesses? You know, I, I can, you, you can only make guesses. You don't know, but I've been buying, you know, you know, I've been buying and buying. I bought my, my first, my, actually my first, the first money I put into the market, the market was going down and, and, and actually that was, that was the time that I put money in and the price started dipping. I was fine with that. See, see, see back last year, that would have been eating at me emotionally. Right. Because the, the, the market is all about emotions. The market is all about emotions. I didn't know that. But now I know it's all about emotions control. If you can control your emotions, you can um, you can make very smart decisions. And, you know, there's a there's a big connection between uh, day traders, swing traders, these these people who buy, you know, stocks and and uh, crypto and, you know, to flip or to hold on to, there's a big connection between that mindset, uh, between that and e-commerce product, product based businesses, which is, um, which I found interesting. And, um, that's part, part of why I drew closer to that, you know, that sector. Right. Um, so, so, um, so yeah, that, that first, that, that first bit of, bit of money I put in, I, you know, testing the waters, I put some money in, but you know, it started going down and I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't being eaten alive by it. the reason why I wasn't like, for example, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example. I bought my first, one of my first purchases this year. Like I had zero crypto this year because I stole everything last year and, you know, lost money. Uh, I started again this year. I bought, um, Cardano at a dollar 14. Right. It, it went, it, it came down from, I don't know, 180, I think it was. And it went down to 114. I said, let me put some money in here. Right. And then, you know, if you've been following what's going on, 
um, based on, you know, today's March 27th, 2022, you know, over the past, I don't know, week or so, it's, it's, it's dipped further, you know, down to 75 cents. Um, but see, but, but the way I was looking at the charts, I was like, okay, you know, the, the, and this is not financial advice. This does not mean I was correct. You know, at the end of the day, tomorrow, my whole investment can go down half. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here. I'm not sitting here and saying, oh yeah, um, because I'm in the green right now, I'm smart. No, the shit can go down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying what, what my thinking is like, uh, Cardano, Cardano moves a little bit differently than Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other, uh, uh, crypto assets it moves a little bit differently it does it's not really in sync like if you look at these if you look at the charts if you're into that kind of thing you, you'll notice that bitcoin ethereum they're they're a bit in sync um they move the same direction all the time ethereum is a little bit off but not all the way not in terms of the general trend in terms of price it's moving in the same direction but i think but sometimes ethereum kind of jumps um, a little bit higher or, or dips a little bit lower than the Bitcoin. Um, but anyways, so I bought, I bought it at, uh, $1.14. Now I knew in, 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 and that was like one of the lowest, like the lowest price over the last year or something like that, you know? And, um, last year or was it last year or earlier this year? It may have been last year. It had, had its highest at $3, and twenty cents. And I'm like, okay, I know me personally, this is my opinion. This is not hundred percent fact. Obviously I know it's going to hit back up to 3,026, you know, or I mean, at the bare minimum, it's going to go back up to 3,026, the bare minimum. It always goes back up, whatever the high is, it always goes back up. Now I can't say that for every single coin, you know what I'm saying? But, but my my understanding of how the charts work, it always goes back up. It always goes back down and it always goes back up. Um, but that's not 100% true. 100% true. It doesn't always go back down. That's not always true. Um, but it definitely always hits those parts back up because that's money up there. You know, those are, those are a, lot of, um, a lot of shorts. A lot of shorts up there by, by the... Um, liquidity providers but i don't want to get too 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 deep you know too granular with all the the, the technical stuff you know but anyways so so i was like okay cool you know but it dipped further and then when it dipped further i just bought some more bought some more bought some more bought some more, bought some more. so my average price right now is 89 cents my average price right now um so let me let me uh real quick let me go into let me go into going to go into my i do coinbase um i have coinbase and i also have uh what's the other one binance but i haven't i haven't bought anything on binance since uh since last year so i'm looking i'm looking at i'm looking at uh coinbase right now so right now cardano is at a dollar 14 right and my my average price is 89 cents and and not only that i'm also earning I'm earning a, a yield 
on my Cardano. 3.75 APY. But anyways, so I like that. Um, anyways, so yeah, so back up to dollar fourteen, you know. So I'm 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 up so far. Okay. So in crypto assets, right? I put in uh, what I put in. I put seventy five hundred in over the past what two and a half months. Seventy five hundred in and my my um my balance is eight thousand six hundred sixteen. So I am up eleven hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, I have. Uh, I'm gonna go over my coins that I that I that I do. I do. I do the general stuff. I don't get to. I don't really have time to try to like figure out what's the next hottest coin. I, I don't. I don't like that. I don't. I don't operate like that. That's a little too risky for me. I like just putting money in. On the on the normal stuff, you know. So I got Bitcoin. I got Ethereum. I got Cardano. I got Polygon or Matic. Um, I have internet computer, you know, and it, it, this, this, this is how, this is how I know I like this stuff. Last year, right. When I was, you know, being foolish, right. When I got into the market, uh, in, internet computer ICP just came out, right. Just came out. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about crypto was like on fire at that time. Right. It came out and the price went up was like $700, when it like we went from like I don't know it went to seven hundred dollars, you know when it first came out. So a lot of people got rich. So who, a lot of people who were on the inside, who you know, bought bought um who bought the coin and were able to sell it when it um, when it first came out at the grand opening or whatever it's called I don't, I forget what it's called when it, when when a coin first comes out, but uh, when it's first listed or something like that right. So I'm buying it at $700. Foolish, right? Really foolish. And now it's trading for $19.48. So all the people who were buying, such as myself at that time, their investment went down to $19. Less than that, honestly. It went, it went less than that. So anyways, I got some ICP. I do believe in the project. I do want to be a part of it. So I put some money in and... And um, I, I bought some at, uh, uh, let's see, I only put $200 in on ICP. I bought it at, um, what was it, $13? Let's see. Clicking on it here. So I bought $116, $100 there, and $150 at uh, $17. Okay, and right now it's trading for 19. So ICP is going to be huge. Now, um, <clears throat> if it goes back to $700 at some point, that'd be, I'm not anticipating it that it would, like I do think with, with Cardano, but it, it may hit $700 again. It, this is, this, this I believe will be a long-term project. Now, this obviously is a little bit more risky. I do put a little bit of money into a few risky things. Um, I do believe in that, but most of my money is in all the main stuff, the main coins, right? Not all the main coins, but I, I only focus on main coins. So um, my next one I put money in, I put money in Ape, ApeCoin. Okay, I put $200 in ApeCoin. ApeCoin just came out less than a week ago. I didn't buy it at a good price. I bought it at $14 uh, a, 
uh, $14 a coin. Um, I should have waited. I, I bought at, like a day after it came out. I guess a new coin, you know. I bought it at the, a day after it came out. And it went de went back down to $8. It went from $8 to $17. And then back down to about $7, $8. And then it went back up. So uh, what is it now? ApeCoin is... Acoin is at $13.85 a coin. So I'm I'm down on that one. I put $20, $200 in and it's right now it's worth eight. Uh, right now my investment is worth $186. So I am I'm not I'm not bugging off that. You know what I'm saying? I'm really not. Um because it, it's 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 trending upwards, you know. So I'm not really bugging about that. It's a very risky coin, it's new. It may not work out, but I put $200 in in case, you know, something happens, you know. Um, so, but most of my money is in Cardano. I am an ADA guy. I believe in the project. It makes sense to me. I got most of my money in Cardano. Cardano. So I got $3,350 in Cardano. Uh, in total, at a well, average of $0.88, cents, so my investment is worth four thousand two hundred seventy nine dollars right now so almost a thousand dollars almost a thousand dollars uh up from what i what i put money in and i'm gonna keep buying ada ada is gonna you know i believe in ada so ada is also cardano for those that don't know i got some ethereum i got more ethereum than i have big no i think i have the same amount i have bitcoin and ethereum i got what uh, i don't know fifteen hundred sixteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars in each but uh, I am pumping into Cardano and uh, so on and so forth. Now I do I do think the market is going to go down a little bit more. Like Cardano right now is trading at a dollar fourteen. I think it's going to come back down to about uh, um, ninety two cents. So when if it comes down to that to that point, I'm going to put I might put more money in. I'm I'm actually I'm actually I feel pretty good about the amount of, amount of money that I put in. And where my investment is now. So my investment is $1,100 up. And so far we're trending upwards. You know. Um, so. So. So I am saving money in crypto. That's how I say. Like that's how I look at it. My savings is not in the bank. My savings is in crypto. Crypto assets to be specific. Uh, coins. You know. Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and NFTs too. NFTs somewhat a savings also collectible also investment you know so all those three things into one um yeah so yeah so i'm i'm saving my money in crypto okay that's how i'm doing it this is my first time actually my first time actually consciously saving money it's my first time actually having more money than you know having more money to save you know Business is going pretty good. Things are going there, good there, and I'm I'm at a point in my entrepreneurial journey. This is where this all connects. This is like I said, I my podcast is anecdotal. I talk about what I do, so so that's why this is um, this may be a little bit outside of the realm of some people, but it's actually inconsistent with what I do on the podcast. Uh, my entrepreneurial journey right now, I'm learning about I'm. I'm uh, learning about insurance, investments, and savings, and how I'm going to be thinking about those things and moving 
about those things. So there's some insurances that I've been working on that, that I've already worked on and I'm learning more about that I need I need to set up that's gonna get, you know, you know, some safeguards for for myself and my family, assuming things happen, right? Uh savings, you know, inflation is going mad crazy right now. And not only that, the future is crypto. Like I I mean I I didn't understand that before. I'm I'm very late to the game, you know, very late, you know. But um, everybody's gonna have to get into this at some point, and if you don't, you will be left out. That that's not financial advice. I'm not saying go and start buying shit. I I actually don't think, um, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not putting any more money in the market. I already put my money in the market at a good time, but you 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 if you if you're not if you're not looking at these things. Um, you, you just want to be looking at them. You just want to be, you know, um, at least getting, um, uh, your feet wet. So you start understanding how to move, right? Cause now I know how to move, how, how I want to move with crypto or just investments in general. I, I have a sense of how I want to move specifically with crypto. I got the FOMO out of my system. I understand the ups and downs. I understand the moon boys and staying away from those dudes and all that kind of stuff, right? Which I didn't understand at the at, at the beginning. All right, cool. So let's move on. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so I don't know. Some people may be curious to how much I have in Ethereum, Bitcoin. I, I don't know. I gotta calculate it real quick. Uh, shoot. So let's see. So Ethereum, I got let's see, eight hundred thousand three fifteen. So seventeen fifty. And Ethereum is trading, and it's worth eighteen fifty. So I put in seventeen fifty. It's worth eighteen fifty. I didn't. I didn't buy Bitcoin. I didn't buy enough Ethereum at a good price, or not. That's. I don't want to say good price, but at a lower price. I, I kind of just put my money in the ADA. But um, yep. So Bitcoin. Um. Let's see, so two six thousand. Yeah, sixteen fifty. Same thing. Sixteen fifty into Bitcoin and it's worth seventeen sixty two right now. So sixteen fifty and it's worth seventeen sixty two. So I'm up a hundred ten bucks there, which is fine, you know. And it, this is all like I say, it's a savings, so I'm holding it. Like I'm not worried if it goes down. If Bitcoin goes down to thirty-two thousand, I'm just gonna buy more Bitcoin. That, that's all you gotta do. Just buy more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, you know, looking to trade like I was last year. So, you know, I'm not concerned about price. I'm not concerned about price. Uh, internet computer, like I said, I got two hundred fifty there. Matic, I got maybe two hundred there, and then um, ApeCoin, I got two hundred there. And that's it. So a total of seventy-five hundred in um coins you know crypto coins right so let's move on to the nfts okay so nfts my nft i just bought a couple days ago right so uh when i was ready to make the decision to get back into nfts like i said i'm using nfts as savings investments and passion collectible you know not, 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 excuse me, not savings, investment, collectible, collectability, um, and passion. So I'm, I'm passionate about them. I want to collect them. And I also want them to be worth a lot. 
at some point. Like, um, <clears throat> so when I decided to do that, um, I was buying, um, uh, uh, you know, I was buying NFTs on um, Nifty Gateway. So Nifty Gateway, that's where I was buying them. So I just happened to be on the website and uh, or on Twitter or something like that. And they were talking about how the artist X copy was coming out with his drop, you know, the next day. I was like, oh, shit, X copy. Like, yes. Right. So I bought X copy last year you know, when I was being foolish. Right. So bought, you know, the piece called I think it's called Afterburn. Right. Bought it for a thousand. It's not worth twenty thousand. I did not sell it for twenty thousand. I probably sold it for maybe three or two or something like that at the time. Very. You know, I knew he was a great artist. I knew his artwork was in demand. I knew everything. But because, you know, um, but because I was being foolish, I sold everything. I sold all of my crypto, all of my NFTs at a loss last year. I go over what I did specifically in episode 50. But anyways, so his artwork alone, I could have cashed out probably about 30 grand, you know. I had one piece for a thousand worth twenty thousand, and I had another piece that I bought for ten thousand last year, that's now worth forty-five thousand. So what is that? That's thirty thousand, and then twenty. That's fifty grand right there, between those two pieces, you know, fifty grand in profit, you know. So um, yeah, so there's that. That hurts, right? But you know, I don't look at that like that anymore. And this is how I know I'm passionate about this stuff because I'm back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm back in the game. You know, I'm, I'm not butthurt, right? It does suck, but I have I have to get over that pain, <laughs> you know? Um, so so I'm in the game. I sold X, X copy. Um, um, one of the one of the most in-demand artists, uh, NFT artists of you know, right now. And it's been that way for for a while now, at least for the last year. So he comes out with an open edition and, you know, um, and, um, I hesitated at the open edition because, um, one of the things that I do, or one of the things that I did back, back last year when I was flipping NFTs, you get to see when, when there was a, when there's a drop, you get, when there's a drop, you get to see how many people are buying, how many people are buying the open editions, right? The open editions means there's a, a time limit, a window that's open, and anybody within that window could buy the NFT, right? So within a 10-minute window, 7,000, almost 7,500 people bought the uh, bought the open edition piece by X copy. And it was for one ETH. One ETH, uh, one ETH at that time was 3,100. So 3,100 times 73,000, excuse me, 7,394 was the exact number. <clears throat> $23 million. So X copy made $23 million that day. $23 million. $23 million, right? Mad crazy, okay? So um, within the 10 minutes, I'm refreshing my my phone i'm picking my kids up right from school and i'm like uh well during the drop i was and i'm like man seven thousand people bought the piece i was like man i don't know if that makes sense 
and and I and I thought I was I I thought I was gonna you know I thought I was gonna come in, and I haven't bought any NFTs since last year. So I'm like, I'm thinking you know, I I'm coming in I'm coming in with a little bit of a uh, um, little bit of experience, right? But this one made really made me hesitate. I'm like, hmm. You know, because I was going to buy it, you know, just, just to have it. I'm like, you know, I, I can't do it. I, I'm not going to do it, you know. So I'm going to wait for, I'm just going to wait, see what happens. See if it, because uh, a lot of times what happens is when you have open editions, people buy them and they try to flip them. And they usually end up fl uh, trying to sell them for less than the price they bought them for because, you know, because there's not enough demand or they, they miscalculated or maybe they didn't calculate at all what the uh, secondary market was going to do in terms of buying, people buying on the secondary market. So, um, so they'll sell them for less than what they bought them for. And generally that happens within about a day, you know? Um, um, yeah, so anyways, that didn't happen. And it was very strange because 7,000 almost 7,500 people bought it. But when I go to the secondary market, only about 120 people listed it for sale. I thought that was very unusual. So I'm just sitting back, you know, got it on my screen, got it on my laptop, refreshing, seeing who's buying, seeing who, is if, 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 if there is any buying on the aftermarket. And I'm just like, hmm, this, this is interesting because I would suspect that the market would have been flooded with people listing it for sale. And if people, and if there was a lot of, if there's a lot of people listing it, listing it for sale, that price is going to come down very low. So one person may list it for, you know, I don't know, 4,000, you know, for example, it was, it was 3,100 purchase price. Say somebody listed it for 4,000. The next person is going to list it for three, 3,990. And then the next person is going to do lower than that. And the lower than that, blah, 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 blah. Right. But the fewer people who sell it, the fewer people who list it at a low price. So the price didn't go down. It just kept going up. I'm like, all right, on the secondary market, so people were buying on the secondary market for, you know, 3,300, 3,500, 3,600. You know, you know, it was averaging about 3,600 on the secondary market. So I'm like, OK, that's interesting. You know, I'm like, it's, it's going to dip. It's going to dip. It never dipped. So one of the things, one of the things that I used to do was I used to get on Twitter when I, when I, when a drop happens, I'm on Twitter, I'm on, um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, you know, you know, seeing if the artist is talking about his, his, his or her drop. Um, and I'm, I'm on Nifty Gateway. I got a few tabs open. I got, you know, the activity, uh, I got a tab showing the activity, seeing if any, seeing if anybody's buying it on the secondary market. I got another tab with the, uh, with the statistics, the data rather, you know, who's listing it for sale and uh, how many people, how many people listening for sale on that screen. I got a few tabs open, you know, I'm trying to like gauge if I'm going to jump in or not, but it's very early. It's very, it's very early. I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm about to just take a nap. Fuck it. You know, I wake up, nothing, nothing changed. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm spending too much time doing this. You know, it's nothing, nothing's really happening. Right. So I think the next day, um, you know, I pull up my, my tabs, I'm on Twitter trying to just check what the artist, artist is talking about. And he says something, you know, 
and he he tweets something, and I noticed once he tweeted that, whatever he whatever he tweeted, um, something about you know something something's going to be revealed, revealed, the price started going up, going up because more more and more people were buying it, right? So I bought a piece, <laughs> you, you know, I bought a piece for thirty eight hundred. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Cause now, now, now I have a different perspective now. Cause for one second, I forgot who the hell I was buying from. It's X copy. If you don't know X copy, and if you get to know X copy and his work, you're not going to go wrong, man. You're not going to go wrong. I mean, yeah, I'm still betting. I'm still betting that the value of the piece will, will increase. I am not anticipating it's going to hit 20,000 or 30,000. I mean, there's really a lot of pieces of 7,000. I mean, worst case scenario, this piece is going to be worth worst case scenario. In my opinion, my opinion is five grand. That's worst case scenario that it will consistently have a value of five grand consistently, at least that's my opinion. You know, I could be wrong, but I'm not, but, but here's the thing. I'm not like, Oh, I'm, I'm not trying to flip this product. This is X copy. I'm going to keep it for as long as I fucking can. You know what I'm saying? Because um, once I realize what's going, on, what's going on, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of information here that new people aren't looking at. Right? See, last year, I was a new guy. People were looking at me like, yo, he don't, you know, there's a lot of new people. You know, cause I came in during the hype of NFTs. People are looking at us like, oh, these new guys, they're gonna, they're gonna sell. That you know, for them it's 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 it's, it's buying season. Cause the new guys come in not understanding value and start selling their pieces for way under value. And that was what I was doing last year. So I bought a piece because I knew that this there's there's something going on here. That he's not, that the artist is not revealing right now, right? And then once he reviews it, reveals it, it's going to be too late. Not too late. I, I wouldn't say too late. But um, you won't be able to get the piece for less than what it was selling for before he reveals what's getting ready to happen with the, with the, with the piece. Now, um, and I understand X copy is very related to another um, NFT artist named Pac. Pac had a huge, uh, a huge um, 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 drop last year, and um, and I was involved with that, which I regret selling my piece. I bought a piece for five hundred dollars at the open edition. It was twenty thousand of them made of this particular um, open edition product uh, NFT, and later it was worth twenty grand. You know, I haven't looked at how much it's worth now, but I, I, at at a later point, it's worth twenty grand. I sold mine for twenty five hundred. Come on now, but I was foolish. Didn't know what I was doing. All the stuff that I keep saying. But anyways, so um, he's very close to that dude. Now Pac is the engineer of of um, of game of, of gamification of in NFTs, right? So the thing about NFTs is is the, the the beauty of it is it's not just oh you know just one piece of NFT see one NFT the artist can give you ex exclusivity to do other shit with the artist once that is established 
the value of it increases. Now, there may be something called a burn. I, I'm going to assume he's going to, um, Xcopy is going to uh, perform some type of, some type of burn uh, because there's so many, um, there's so many of this open edition that was minted that doesn't look good for the artist. It doesn't look good when the artist has a lot of one, a lot of one piece available on the market because it kind of waters the brand, his brand or the brand in a way because the market is flooded with artwork. You know, NFTs is about scarcity, right? How scarce can you make something? And the more scarce a product is like a one of one or a one of six or a one of five, if you have a one of one, obviously it's going to be worth more than a one of six or a one of two. But if you have 7,000, there's something that is something, you know, it's not going to be worth much in and of itself unless the artist does something with the product that allows you to have some type of exclusivity, the, the collector, right? So there's going to be some type of burn and, and I'm betting that that's going to happen. There's going to be some type of burn something because I know this, this, this is not, this is not a guy that's going to let this be this way with 7,000 open editions minted. I think he would never do another open edition. That's my opinion. Once I understood that, I was like, wow, he may never do another open edition because he understands within the last year, his fame grew, you know, uh, 10 times. And the reason why I say that is because on his last open edition, he did 870, 870 people bought the product within the, within the drop time this year one year later within a 10 minute period almost 7500 people bought a piece so next year it could be a hundred grand a hundred thousand people if he dropped the open edition he could he can have potentially you know three four five times more than the people who bought the open edition this year because his his popularity just keeps growing that's actually an issue for the artist that's an issue because you know to some people, it may seem like you're grifting, right? That's 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 a, a thing, you know. A lot of people say, "Oh, you know, it's a cash grab." That you know you're popular, you know you're gonna make a bunch of money, and you you drop this open edition and you do a cash grab. You take all this money from all these people, but the but the NFT is worth less. So the people lose if if the product that they bought or the NFT they bought was three thousand. And then because there's so many minted and so many people trying to resell it, the price drops down to 2000 the The collector, uh, the collector loses money because the, the collector's piece loses value by a thousand. And yet you take all the money during the open editions. Right. So people, th people think like that. And then people, you know, um, people try to call X copy a cash grab, you know, and, that, and that's not that's not the case. I don't think that. You know what I'm saying? He he know, he knows what he brings to the table. That's all. He knows what he brings to the table. But my point is, it's not it's not a good look to have so much artwork out there. Okay? So something's going to happen with this piece, in my opinion, to where it's going to uh people are going to they're going to perform some, some type of a burn and I and you know what Pac, the the guy, the artist I was telling you he's associated with, I think he invented the burn. I think he invented the, the 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 burn mechanism. It's basically when you you basically take your NFT off the market, off of existence. So like I said, whenever there's too much of something, it's a problem. But if if an artist has a lot of 
of a, of a, of a certain NFT, they want to do a burn to create scarcity. So basically, they will in, they will um, allow you to delete the NFT in exchange for something else, right? The artist will say, hey, you know, you get to, you know, uh, if you burn two, burn two, because some people buy multiples of the same NFT. So if you burn two of, you know, of the NFT that I created, if you burn two of them, delete them off, you know, the Ethereum blockchain, uh, I'm going to give you um, one piece of something else, right? So you basically cut your scarcity. The, the, the artist cuts, the, the basically the artist cuts the abundance of the, the, uh, the NFT that they have too much of by getting them deleted off the market in exchange for one of something else. You burn multiple, you bought, you bought multiple, so you burn multiple of them, and then I'll give you this one thing in exchange, right? So this one NFT, for example, in exchange, and that takes uh, NFTs, it takes his art off of the market, and it creates scarcity amongst what is art, amongst the people who did not burn, right? It creates scarcity, and the value of it goes up, all right? So there's a whole science behind this shit, right? So, um, uh, so right now, let's go, let's go into it. So I bought, I bought it at, um, this is called, this piece, this NFT piece by X copy, X copy is called, uh, Max Payne and Friends, Friends spelled F-R-E-N-S, um, uh, shoot, let's see, all right, cool, so, I bought it at 3800 and, uh, as of now, it is worth uh, as of now, it's worth five thousand. Okay, um, that was the last sale. As of now, the last sale was five thousand. So if I want to get, if I wanted to sell it right now, I'd probably be able to sell it for five thousand or just under five thousand. Now here's what's happening. So the value, uh, you know, people, people were buying it earlier yesterday for almost six grand. So what's happening, there, there's been slowing down of sales on the secondary market. And what, and what that has created is the, the people who can't afford to be in the position that they're in, who bought the, who bought the open edition, they can't afford to be in that position very long or you know um they they don't they don't really care to hold on to see the full uh cycle of value of the nft what happens is when when sales on the secondary market slow down uh price goes down because they're getting a little antsy all right well people aren't buying at at the 5800 anymore right now or at least in the past couple of hours no one bought a piece for 5800 so i'm going to list mine for 5700 and then nobody buys it for maybe 30 40 minutes oh, i'm gonna list it for 5600 and then i'm listed for 5500 and then more people start getting more, more people start seeing other people listing it for a lower price then they start listing it for a lower price and then more people who didn't even list it for sale 
now listed for sale because they think the the value is going to keep going down they want to sell it they want to sell they were trying to wait they were trying to wait for maybe the price to go higher but they think they think or they're having some fomo uh, or not, not not FOMO, or just having some type of fear and anxiety that the price is gonna the anxiety that the price is gonna continue continue going down. So then they keep then they come on the market, list their uh, NFT for a lower price, and then it's a snowball, you know, until the next sale. So if someone oh someone buys it at it was at fifty eight hundred, and then someone buys it at fifty two hundred, oh then everybody starts listing at fifty two hundred because that's the new that's the new floor. Some the, the new buyer is is willing to pay fifty two hundred, and what that does is, for the people who are interested in buying, they wait, they say you know what, let's see how low it can go. So they withhold their money, and then time goes by, and then the next seller, lo, uh, uh, listed for lower than fifty two hundred, they listed for fifty one hundred. And the seller, the, the the buyer may purchase or may wait. So it's a dance between buyers and sellers. Okay, the fewer sellers, the the longer sellers hold off, the lower the price goes. Okay, now, uh, excuse me, the the longer the buyers hold off, the longer the buyers hold off from from buying, the price the sellers start trying to dance towards the buyers by lowering the price now if there's if the buyers are not if the buyers are in a hurry to buy because of whatever reason the price is going to continue to go up because the sellers are now holding off to see hmm how much higher can it go right so so yeah so so right now you know i think it, it is going to come down there's some there's some steam that's uh uh there's a lot of people who are just here to flip quick, quick little money. I'm not here for that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. I honestly don't think the price is going to go below 3,800 again. That's my opinion. Could be wrong, but it doesn't matter because I'm looking long-term. I, I am betting on X copy because I know his performance. I don't know his performance at this level in terms of 7,000, um, um, you know, open editions minted, but I do not. I do not believe that he's going to allow it, allow the value to, to go below, you know, thirty five hundred. Worst case scenario, you know, I don't think he's going to do that. He's going to he's going to do more to it because that's just how this goes. I I know how this goes now, and I know who's going to do it. Not everybody, you know, but um. So yeah, so so that 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 it concludes. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that concludes. You know, what I'm talking about here with the crypto. So that's a total of eleven thousand three hundred dollars in the market. And oh, oh, you know what? Did I did I? Oh yeah, I did. I did, I did say how much uh, the value of the NFT is worth right now. So yeah, so um, so yeah, I got I got eleven thousand three hundred in the market. And um, and I am up. How much am I up by? Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred in the NFT, and was eleven hundred in the uh, eleven hundred in the um, crypto assets. 
or the coins rather. So yeah, so so 1100 plus 1200 is 2300 on top of my 11,300 is 13,500. So that's the total value of my my savings. So not bad for just a couple of months to have that uh, increase in value. Now, it can all go down tomorrow. I am not naive to that. But the difference between what I'm doing now and what I did before is I am just making long-term bets. Long-term bets. I may cash out. I may not. And I'm okay with either or. I'm okay with either or. And there's a lot of money with these NFTs, man. Like there's so much. Like I I do, like I said, I'm not I'm not here to like play games. Like I'm here to like really fucking cash out if the opportunity arises. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to play games. If the opportunity comes out to cash out twenty, thirty thousand dollars, I'm do it, you know, because I got goals. You know what I'm saying? So uh I got I got things I need to buy. You know what I mean, and and I, and I want to, I want to, uh, I do want to funnel this money uh, from from crypto to real estate. So, so first I need to buy, I need to buy a bigger house. I'm, I'm, I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to do. But I'm just saying, uh, that's not what I'm trying to do with my 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 investments. But I'm just saying, if the opportunity comes up, and I need to cash out to put a down payment on something. That, that, that I want, I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And there's so much money, man, in crypto. It's just ridiculous, man. I'm late to I'm late to the game, but um, but I'm a student. I am a student, and I'm gonna continue to be a student. Um, it's very very interesting stuff here. But yeah, um, yeah. Thank you guys for for tuning in for this one. I know this is a little bit different from the usual get down, but um, it's a part of what I'm doing. It's a part of what I'm doing. I'm not switching over or anything like that, the podcast is still going to be about, you know, e-commerce and multi-channel reselling and product-based businesses because that's where the money comes from, right? So that's it. It's my first time doing two podcasts in one day. It's four in the morning. Got to hit the sack. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but I appreciate you guys tuning in and peace.